Welcome to the Endpoints Podcast, presented by the ALS Therapy Development Institute. I'm Jonathan Gang. For more than 20 years, riders have been coming to the Tri-State Trek for an unforgettable weekend of riding bikes, seeing friends, and supporting ALS research. The Trek is ALS TDI's signature fundraiser and has raised more than $10 million to support our research to end ALS. It has also become something of a family affair, with riders who have been showing up for years or even decades. Ronaldo and Sarah Dorman have been an essential part of the fabric of the Trek for 11 years. Ronaldo is the captain of Team America, one of the Trek's biggest and most dedicated teams. His wife Sarah is a longtime volunteer who serves as the leader of the lunch crew, a job that requires feeding hundreds of hungry, sweaty cyclists every day. Ronaldo and Sarah joined us to discuss how they got involved with Trek, why they keep coming back year after year, and why they're especially excited for this year's ride on June 24th and 25th. I got started through the Trek through Chuck McNamee. He actually uh, started Team America with uh, one of his college buddies, uh, Gabe Cohen. They had actually uh, known Steve Sailing for a little while. Um, when Steve got diagnosed, they were really moved by that and they wanted to do something. They got on the internet, they started looking it up, they found out about the Tri-State Trek. And he, I think Steve at the time, was getting involved with uh, LSTDI as well. So that was kind of the, the genesis of the team. And so uh, Chuck and I went, were going to school together. We were in an MBA program at Northeastern. And he was really gung-ho about it. He was, you know, trying to get people to join the team, to be aware. Uh, he was showing, oh, I'm going to get the name wrong, because it's so much so fast, the the movie by uh, the Haywood Brothers. And, you know, he would he would screen that and try to get people involved. And so, um, you know, he was, he was doing a lot around that. And fast forward a couple of years later, I kind of was looking for something. I graduated, you know, I was looking for, for sort of to do something a little more athletic get a little, you know, have a challenge in my life. And so I kind of fell into it from there. You know, he'd been doing it. I was starting to meet a lot of the other guys on the team at the time. And it was just, it kind of seemed, it was an interesting challenge. I didn't really know anything about biking, about road biking. And so it was just kind of an opportunity to, to see what was happening and, and get involved, I guess. Yeah. And then I started dating Ronaldo, who introduced me to Chuck. And Chuck said, oh, you don't ride bikes. Well, that's cool. We could use some volunteers. Um, and so um, I signed up, you know, six months in advance of the trek. I said, if Ronaldo and I break up, this is going to be the most awkward weekend of our lives. We had signed up to be roommates. We're going to do the thing. And so I helped out with lunch that year and I was absolutely hooked. I love the weekend. I love being able to support riders and make sure they had the fuel they needed to keep going. Uh, and this will be my 11th year volunteering this year. Despite its humble beginnings, Team America has gone on to become one of the Trek's biggest teams. Ronaldo says he strives to both bring together friends who have been riding the Trek for years and to provide a home for new riders who might not have a team to ride with. Uh, the team itself, when it started, was really just two people, and it was it was Gabe and Chuck. They were doing the ride on their own. They really, had, I don't think they did a lot of training. They didn't know what they're up for. So, um, you know, like a number of other teams we have gone through kind of a couple of phases there was a, it was a bunch of people that were connected through uh connecticut college that was where a bunch of where you know chuck and, and gabe had gone to school and that's where they know each other from and so there's a bunch of that 
their friends from that space, that time, all kind of got pulled in for a number of years. They all had known Steve uh, pre his um, his diagnosis. And so for a long time, that was really the epicenter of the team. Um, and so we still have a lot of folks that are involved from that in one way or the other. Um, the team has been involved probably close to 15, 16 years, something like that. Um, since it started before my involvement, I don't actually know the actual, the, the full years, but um, you know, it's, it's had a lot of, you know, per, personnel changes, people getting involved. Um, we've often had kind of a, a different, more uh, different approach from some of the other teams that are really centered around uh, a family or, you know, there's sort of that, that nexus that's usually a little more, a little more familial and, you know, the team's named after someone particular and those kinds of things. Ours is a little bit more of a, I think we're, you know, we're a little more silly, um, a little more kind of a, you know, looser connection of people. Um, these days, a lot of the folks that are involved have kind of been uh, fallen in and they stay with us. Various connections here and there, I, you know, actually not really sure where all the folks are connected from. Um, you know, uh, some of them have been folks from TDI connecting us, folks that need a home, sort of, you know, they're looking for a team, they look for information about what's going on, and they kind of can, can pull in with us. Um, so it's been, you know, I think we kind of have a different personality to some extent. Um, some folks are a little bit younger. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the, the big thing for us is we don't... Uh, we're we're kind of uh, open to whoever wants to get involved whoever needs to get involved like we're a place for you we're not super aggressive with our writing we're not the fastest we're not the most fit but we try to have a good time um yeah yeah we often host single riders and so it's really nice we always have a seat at the table for them because it's hard it's a long weekend by yourself and so if you're on your own you're looking for a team we're always welcome to to new people who are looking to make some new friends and ride some bikes over the years, Sarah's carved out her own niche at the Trek as the leader of the lunch crew, supporting her husband and the rest of the riders with the fuel they need to finish every day strong. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, we, you know, we meet at the lunch stop, we set everything up, uh, we take requests. So over the years, we've changed the menu to meet the requests of our riders. Uh, buffalo chicken salad has been an addition that's been incredibly popular. So it's always fun to add new things. Um, and I get really excited during the lunch rush, making sure everyone's cared for, everyone's fed. But also, it's nice to see Ronaldo. It's nice to see my friends and other riders that I've known throughout the years, you know, and see them halfway through the day and then see them at the end of the day. And everyone's just so excited, so grateful to have us there. Um, it's just incredibly rewarding. And it's such an important cause. While she might not be riding hundreds of miles on a bike, Sarah's job is far from easy. She handles everything from making sure that there's enough food to feed hundreds of hungry cyclists to making dozens and dozens of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, absolutely. I have a call scheduled on Monday with Chelsea Blanda, who helps with our ordering and our volunteer management. So Chelsea and I will go through a manifest of all the bread, all the deli meats, all the salads. We'll make sure we have mayonnaise and mustard this year. And so we go through that list together and we talk about the equipment we need and the number of people we think we need. So we'll talk that through in the winter. In the spring, Chelsea will order all these things and all of your fabulous interns will pack my van. And so I will drive a van to the lunch site each day. I'll meet my volunteers. We'll set up tables and tents. We'll get your Gatorade going, water and ice, sodas, and we'll start making about a hundred peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So we get those set up and then we set up our deli line. 
Um, and we just make sure that everyone has access to fresh food. It's ready to go. Um, the site is kept clean and that everyone has a great lunch experience. Uh, we try to play music. We try to keep it upbeat. And, um, you know, if if you're like Ronaldo, there might be a peanut butter chocolate chip cookie sandwich waiting for you at the end of the line. Um, but it I, it's great. You see the same smiling faces year after year. Um, and it's just it's such a great time to be able to to see people through their ride and make sure they're riding safely and and well fed. Sarah and Ronaldo say the cause ending ALS is a big part of why they keep coming back to Trek after all these years. But another, perhaps just as important reason is the sense of family and purpose they share with others at the event. I mean, obviously, we're still trying to find a cure and a way to slow the the progression of this terrible disease. Um, but again, it's the people. Um, it's families, it's friends. Uh, it's Saturday night when everyone gets together and, and talks about what's going on. You know, um, I'm sure Ronaldo will tell you it's the spandex. Absolutely the spandex. I think uh, it's it's interesting to work on a cause like this. Um, you know, it, it's probably a little different for someone like, like myself and probably for Sarah. You know, we I would consider myself kind of a second degree person. So I know Steve and I know him as, um, you know, obviously because of his his disease state. But I wasn't really there for the diagnosis and that experience um, the same way that I think a lot of other people from that kind of first degree experience are there. You know, it's not an immediate experience. Um, but I think for me, a big part of it is that I feel like I, this is something I can do. I'm involved with. I feel like uh, a big part of it is that sense of feeling like there's a difference that I can make. I can help get the people involved on the team. We can help do some fundraising, um, you know. The camaraderie while you're there, seeing the same people is great, but I think that the larger sense of having um, that external kind of issue that you can help with is really important. And as I said, you know, before, like, you know, I'm not the scientist, I'm not a researcher, I can't do things to solve the disease in that direct scientific or medical way, but I can be there, um, I can help contribute, I can help make progress in those other ways. And that sense of, you know, being able to contribute to something so significant is really important. While the family spirit that makes Trek so special is staying the same, there are many big changes coming in 2023. This year's event will be held over two days in a new location, with one central base camp in Durham, New Hampshire. Each day will have two route options of 30 and 100 miles through New Hampshire, Maine, and Massachusetts, meaning riders can cover anywhere between 30 and 200 miles over the weekend. Ronaldo and Sarah say they're excited to experience the new format and think it will make for an even better Trek experience. So change is always difficult, but I, as a volunteer, I really like the idea of having one central location um, because typically, you know, Ronaldo's riding... I'm driving. So it's packing up his things and my things, putting them in the van, taking them with me, unpacking them in a new place, making the beds and doing it again the next morning. We'll have a central location. So I'll be able to drive and I won't have to drive a van from Boston to Greenwich and Greenwich to Boston. I'll meet my van in New Hampshire. I'll take it out for the day. I'll bring it back. Um, and everything will be in one place, which I think is more convenient for volunteers and for riders. I have no idea what the route looks like for the cyclists, but but for lunch, it'll, it'll be really nice to be able to to centrally locate. Yeah, I'm really excited about it overall. Um, I think, first of all, it's going to be, uh, you know, 
it's going to be overall generally closer, I guess. It's going to be closer, um, particularly thinking about this, the, the finish line. One of the, the things that, as a Boston-based cyclist, going the four hours home was probably in some ways the hardest part of it. Um, you know, you're on your bike for three days, you get it done, and but the whole time you're doing it. And then you have to sit in a car or you have to drive home. Um, I'm sure it was different for people who you know, lived in the, the Greenwich mm-hmm. or the New York area. They just got to go home. That's kind of nice as we, you know, it takes us an hour to get there from Boston. We can be an hour back home. It's easy. Like that's, that's great. Um, I think that staying in one location is really nice as well. You know, the fact that we can just, um, you know, rent the sheets and we, there's, it, it's just wow. easier. You can set up your, your room. You don't have to break it down every day. Um, those kinds of things are really, they, in some ways are really simple, but, uh, I think they're really nice touches. Um, I think, you know, also, Connecticut was hot. I mean, a lot of those days are brutally hot. You know, you're out there baking in the sun. Um, it feels like you're, you know, on a on a low skillet or something like that, you know, with the blacktop and no shade and no wind. So if it seems like they're probably going to do a little more um, coastal riding, you know, southern Maine, southern New Hampshire, northern Massachusetts, uh, that seems amazing places to ride. Uh, I think the route will be really interested interesting i gotta admit that after you know 10 ish years of riding these routes i'm ready for a chain really open to it um so you know doing 100 i'm gonna do both 100 mile days um i'm really hopeful that they're just kind of more fun exciting routes um as you know i'm ready for changes you know i i like that for people thinking about riding the tri-state trek for the first time ronaldo and sarah say Go for it, especially given the new ride options to make the cycling aspect accessible to more people. Join us. Give it a shot. You can volunteer if you can ride 30 miles. You can ride 100 miles. Um, Just come and meet us and give it a shot. And Ronaldo and I are both happy to talk to anyone who has questions or wants to know more about the trek from the volunteering or the cycling side. Um, You know, and we've done that many times with people who are on the fence, but it's an incredibly intense but incredibly rewarding weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I think especially with, you know, the more there's always been a lot of options, but I think the the options to do a little bit less to dip your toe in are a lot more there. You can get a lot of the experience. You don't have to feel like you're doing a, um, you have to sign up for everything just to get involved. You don't you're missing out on anything. So I think it's a it's a very welcoming perspective in that you can just you can do what you can. Um, 30 miles may seem like a lot if you've never ridden your bike before, if you've never done that, but Frankly, that's the kind of thing you could just show up and do, and you don't really need to feel like you got to train for it if you really just are trying it out, you know. And there's support along the re- the way. There's root support. There's you know mechanics. There's snacks. Everything you need will be there. And Ronaldo, he will be there too. Plenty and plenty of sweatier people that feel worse than you, no matter how you're feeling. <laughs> Not wrong. <Yeah. laughs> To find out more and register for the 2023 Tri-State Trek, taking place on June 24th and 25th, visit tst.als.net. Registration is open through Monday, June 5th. There are currently no treatments to stop or reverse ALS, but the ALS Therapy Development Institute is working to change that. To learn more about ALS TDI's research to end ALS, visit ALS.net. 
Thanks for listening.